The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. It's the last episode of the year or the first episode of the year. It's the last episode for me, but it's the first for you. It doesn't make any sense. It's all time travel. Uh, it is uh, our first show of, of, the, of 2018. It says right here, yes. So 1-1-2018. We made it through 2017. I didn't think we would, but uh, here we are. Congratulations for making it through. Uh, the name of the episode is Oranges and Advil. I don't remember why, as usual, but there it is. It's in my notes, so it must be true. Uh, We uh, get in kind of a deep dive into Thor Ragnarok, so if you haven't seen it, be be forewarned. And if you haven't seen it by now, what's wrong with you? I mean, really. (laughs) Also, fair warning, this is the Fireside Chat episode. So uh, saving that till the end. So you'll get two segments of the guys and me, and, and, and you know we do the whole show, but then the Fireside Chat begins. So just a warning. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors who helped us get through 2017 alive and well, and hopefully we'll continue through to 2018. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's. Also, Cabin Fever, your go-to shop for tin signs, lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, gift wrap, and more. Located in the heart of Charlie Square in downtown Salt Lake, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a quality card store. Also, uh, Chef Daniel and his brand new Twin Sons Cafe. He's now serving breakfast and lunch from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day but Tuesday. He describes the food as uh, Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence. He can be accommodating to all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you a good, wholesome meal. This is his dream. He's always wanted to open a restaurant. Go see him at 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, Dawn and Leia, 2093 South State Street in Clearfield, blackvelvetboutique.com. They're open seven days a week. They're not a porn store or a novelty store. They're a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex, Black Velvet Boutique. And also want to thank Booze Teak, mm-hmm. geeky drinking accessories like uh, Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks, shot glasses with Star Trek on them, you name it. Ivy's probably got it, or she can get it for you. 15% off if you say Geek Show says, hey, Boosteague is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or go online to BoosteagueSLC.com. All right, Oranges and Advil is the episode, our first show of 2018. Fireside chat at the end. You don't need to stay for that. Please to enjoy. Welcome back to the basement. Ah, Woo-hoo! shit, 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 shit. What? Oh. Happy New Year. You all right? Hey, happy shit. We, happy 2018. Hey, we made it. This yeah. is it. We it made it. It's 2018. It's 2018. Oh, my God. Flying cars. Wow. The the literally most terrifying year of my adult life. Yeah. 2018? 2017. 2017. It's over. Yeah. But, but I still, don't. I don't. On. I don't feel like things are necessarily going to turn the well, other. Well, here's direction. the thing: we just got to make it to 2020. <laughs> we will. We will. Hopefully, is oh, that no. the goal? Yeah. <laughs> I just, here's the thing, man. I got my first paycheck today. Yeah. You got 50 bucks more. All oh, that tax cut. I'm rich as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. am rich, rich, Good. rich. Good. You'll, you'll need that money for when your uh, premiums go up and your health insurance. Oh shit! I don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, he doesn't use health insurance. He's Shannon Barnson. I just, you know what? I just go by luck. And that's, I eat many all, oranges all in you need. Advil. Yeah, oranges in Advil? Yeah. Yeah, oranges in Advil. Sometimes he just sticks the Advil right in the Well, orange. but no, I use my health care because I need those heart pills. That's true. Eh. Do you, though? Actually, like, eh. that's like the best thing about my life. It's like, if I just want to end it, I could just stop taking pills. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Um. <laughs> well, and you may not have a choice soon. It went dark. Sure. Yeah. Real fast. Yeah. No, you, you and my wife can just, you know, she'll, she'll be gone, too. Just, yeah, yeah, I'll just so be like, Ugh. I'll be like, remember when I had a friend and a wife? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, like, one day I could just be like, well, that's enough of that. I'm just not going to take these for a couple yeah, days. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put her through one Utah winter without her inhaler. But hey, done. before that happens, come enjoy my presence at uh, Lucky 13 every Wednesday night, 8.30. It's a fucking pub quiz. It Ooh. really is. I ask questions and you fucking answer them. And I make fucking jokes and I throw shade and, and you eat a hamburger. You throw shade? And some drinks. And other pub and have quizzes things hate and stuff, you. And they fucking hate us. But also... Because you're good. Fuck you, other pub quizzes. We're yeah. better than you. <laughs> Step up your game, other pub yeah, quizzes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys do good. Every Wednesday night, Lucky 13. Send a letter to Jeopardy. Yeah. There's your pub quiz challenge. Be better yeah. than Jeopardy. Can't be done. Better than Alex Trebek? Well, fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. He has the pub quiz challenge. He's Jimmy Martin. Hi. Uh, did you get everything out you wanted about the pub quiz? It's fucking great. <laughs> Wednesday night, lucky thirteen, award winning, yeah. eight thirty, award winning. When they yeah. used to give us yeah. awards, when they when they feel like doing yeah. a pub quiz category, yeah. it wins. And then the geeks, the drinks guys, were like, "What the fuck? We're everywhere." Fuck yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah. But your whiners, bigger whiners, they should get an award for biggest whining thing. Biggest whining <laughs> pub quiz. Geeks yeah. that drink. Yeah. All right. Go see him at Gracie's. <laughs> Why are you telling people how to get to it? Like, yeah. Well, no, because then you can compare this is, honestly. Uh, this is kind here's of their home address. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Watch me on KSL, uh, Big Blue Mouth Off, Slug, Mediocre Show, Geek Show, and uh, what am I missing? The Arrow. Uh, 2020. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's on. He's 2020. On, he's on 2020. This is Hugh Downs, and tonight's Jimmy Martin. I don't know. I think like 60 minutes more. Yeah, you can watch the... him on uh, True TV's Carbonaro effect. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm morally safer. Jimmy Martin tonight. No. So that's my other. other uh, he's on uh, ABC's Real People. No, my, my other. I'm Marjo Gortner. I'm Marjo Gortner, the host of Real People. Tonight, Jimmy Martin. <laughs> Fran Tarkenton's like, come on out, Jimmy Martin. <laughs> Fran Tarkenton? Yeah, right. yeah, he was the host. He's the official host of Entertainment Tonight. Jimmy Martin. <laughs> but, Fran uh, Tarkenton, one of the greatest Minnesota Vikings of all time. The yeah, old, but the, he was also hosted Real People. On ABC. I'm, <laughs> I grew up on sports. They built a house out of expanding foam. It was amazing. <laughs> he hosted Saturday Night Live once or twice, too. That's true. Yeah. Fran Tarkenton? Fran Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton. Yeah. Oh, Fran yeah. Tarkenton. <laughs> With the original cast. You just said Fran Tartetendon. That sounds like a Star Wars name. <laughs> Fran Tom, it's Fran, it, Fran Tauntaun. Yeah. Fran yeah. Tauntaun. Tom Tom I gave a disclaimer. I'm drunk as fuck. Fuck everybody. I don't care. All right. Really? We never would have no. deduced that. <laughs> You'll get to watching Jeopardy. Also the Wheel of Fortune. And now my new edition, Dateline. You really are getting old. You're on yeah. Dateline? Are you yeah. fucking, you're on fucking Dateline, you metamucil taking motherfucker. <laughs> like my Dateline now. Yeah. Yeah, we're watching Dateline. The murder mystery ones, yeah? Oh, goodness. <laughs> when Dateline's on, I take the phone yeah, off the hook so funny. nobody bothers it's me. It's funny because my, my, wife, my wife gives me a hard time because I, I hit my mid to late 40s and I suddenly lost interest in leaving the home. Yeah. I'm going to go home and tell her. Okay. Yeah. Jimmy's watching Dateline. Don't Dateline, give me any more shit. Jeopardy in the wheel. Jimmy, like, I don't so give a if, fuck. If, if you progressed to this point, yeah. 
because you are kind of living the uh, life of a retired person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't. You have just a... got to start watching the uh, murder channel. Yeah. I just, don't want to do it all murder what, channels. What, no, just, sad. No, TV. no, Discovery ID. Do you have um, a polyester? Like when I was in the lowest <laughs> point of my like depression, all I did is watch murder channels. I don't want to like, watch it all the well, time. But, but it makes you feel better. It's like, well, at least I wasn't murdered. You know what? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do between those dim hours between Wheel and Tonight Show? I nap. <laughs> Jimmy, I gotta it's take 75. my. I gotta take my evening nap so yeah. I can get up in time for well, tonight's show. I got my. I gotta have my pickup and watch the family food. <laughs> Jimmy, once you end up on like NCI, NCIS or CSI on or it, yeah, like you like like a, like a star, like no, as a film critic that gets killed. You know, like, and, and they got to, <laughs> Jimmy Martin gets killed, and they're like, oh, God, how are they going to get out of this one? <laughs> I'm telling you, despite despite the polyester leisure suit, I swear, he's 35. Yeah. <laughs> none, of, none of this setup makes any sense. He's 35, but Wheel of Fortune's on the TV. Yeah. And he's, he's wearing a polyester he's, suit. He's, he's slumped over a Dukes of Hazard TV tray. Something's, <laughs> something's Why wrong. Why all these empty cases of Menomucil? <laughs> he's baffling our forensic scientists. We can't determine an age. It'll be the only episode they don't solve by the end of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's 35 on the outside and 90 on the inside. That's where he's cutting this in show with pure talcum powder. He's also got an Xbox. How does he know about video games? Because he can talk to it. It's made of candy. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, as you Is get, that an Alexa? <laughs> the older you get, I feel like you're just going to sound like Bernie Sanders. I'm okay with that. I know. <laughs> the 42% of the 83% is the 1% that contributes to the 12%. Num- numbers. <laughs> you, oh, you actually, numbers. You know check what, out. Jay, at least I admit I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not drunk. I'm factual. I'm spouting out numbers. It's uh, drunk only factual. He's not drunk. He's factual. He's Jay Whitaker. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? Chilling the shit. Hope y'all having a good 2018 already. Yeah, it's already off to a rousing yeah. start. Um, <laughs> shit. Did you say? Did you say arousing? It's, a, it's off to an arousal start. Oh, my God. Arousal start. Funny. Hey, guys, check me out on Disney Channel, Andy Mack. Um, um, I got a show. Uh, Too young to channel for me. <laughs> <laughs> Too young with all them hippity All those kids. <laughs> January, dancing. January 26th, I'll be at the Impact Hub in Salt Lake City. I'll be doing a show there with Taurus Faley, Eileen Davis, and Aaron Woodall. So come, ch- uh, come fucks with it. None of those names make sense to me. Did uh, you say Hanson? <laughs> <laughs> Are you opening for Hanson? What the fuck? Really? Taurus Faley, Eileen Dobbins, Aaron Woodall. All Star Wars names. There was no Hanson Wait, in there. there. What's the first name? Taurus. Taurus failing? Taurus Fairly. It sounds like tour is failing. I was like, wait, what? That's the name of your tour? Um, That's awful. Uh, <laughs> what is his midichlorian count and where can I find him in Moss Eisley? It's above 86% in the in the 12% with the 13%. <laughs> I don't know. All these animations is hitting my eyes. Those numbers check out too. Yeah. Oh, the cartoons um, are too bright now. And then you got, so uh, you got stuff happening yeah, yeah, with, um, with actually, the Green Pig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, um, as of right now... Uh, January 7th, look on, be on the lookout for it on ESPN 700. I'll be with Bill O'Reilly and Eve Jones. It's Bill Riley. Bill I was going to say, Bill O'Reilly. I don't think Bill O'Reilly. Watch your crotch. I think if you walk. That's walked, door life, Jay. I can honestly predict if you walked into a room with Bill O'Reilly, he might have a heart He'd attack. Run. <laughs> I would, too. Yeah. Um, and Urban. Excuse me. Because I, I do that all the yeah, time. No. I, yeah. Bill Riley from ESPN 700 and my, uh, myself and Eve Jones from um, uh, The Green Pig will be doing uh, Beer, Booze with Bill. And we'll just basically it's a it's a kind of a podcast for excuse me podcast por- format just check it out Blech. and then um, follow me on the on 
Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram at It's Jay Whitaker. And then uh, Incredibly Vocal Minority Podcast. Check it out. So I love y'all. Happy New Year. Let's, let's, hey, home is where the hustle is. Make 2018 your bitch with no safe word. Feel me. Okay. Mm. No safe word. Jeez. Gotta have a safe word. I mean, you gotta have one. At least one. Hey. (laughs) Pineapple. Hey. Hey. Here's pineapple? That's from Family Guy. Pineapple. (laughs) Jimmy says Metamucil. (laughs) Metamucil. Mine is is stop that. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. He's insisting that we have a safe word. He's Lee George Cade. Yeah. I just tried to figure out why. Why you got the Josie, but the Pussycats are too suggestive. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't like them. Because <laughs> the twelve percent of the fourteen yeah. percent. No, I'm not going to tell you Bernie Sanders because I can pull off what's his name. Uh, oh God, the Chicago announcer. Now tell me, who can you pull? Harry off? Carey. Harry Carey. Yeah. Yep. That works. It works well. It works really nicely. I'm gonna get giant glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you really should. I like the sun No, Jimmy Jimmy Martin does a great Harry Carey. I I know this is going to come as a surprise to anybody who's listened to the show for a period of time, but I got some stuff to sell you. Oh, shit. It's jerky. It's good. It's made of plants. (laughs) It's easy to eat, y'all. I'm even going to say it. 2018, it's the year of easy to eat. Yes! (laughs) I'm I'm embracing it. I'm tongue-kissing it. I'm taking it down to the river and making sweet love with it. It is easy. Taking it down the river. Okay, oh, yeah, I don't want to buy that jerky. Because uh, it's the seven, not the jerky, the saying, the phrase. It's easy to eat. It's so easy to eat. <laughs> He's accepted it. Yeah, I've accepted it. I've come to terms with it. I stopped fearing the phrase and learned to love the He's phrase. He's relaxed. So just I've to relaxed. clarify, his muscles yeah. have. Lee is not fucking his jerky no, down the river. No, that's just <laughs> gross. That's absolutely gross. That's disgusting. I mean, it is a delicious soy based product, but you wouldn't want to fuck it. Unless that's maybe your kink, in which I case mean, I'm sure, not going to shame like, you. Hey, that shit is delicious. Hey, we don't judge, right? Right, no, but no. I mean. We're non-binary and shit. Is that here. phenomenally easy to eat? You might think to yourself, "It's easy to fuck," but don't. Yeah, hey, just eat it. Just eat it. Just if eat Quint, it. If Quentin Tarantino, said it goes it. in your mouth, not in your parts. If Quentin Tarantino <laughs> said, <laughs> or your parts your don't go in it, right? Like right? Fetish, yeah. would you I didn't want to super binary. What? <laughs> you know, Jay, you keep talking, and they're not paying attention to you. Well, Jay, I think I think catching <laughs> you're your, you're not going to find a place to step in and the drift of what you were saying. If Tarantino came in and said he wanted to sponsor, I'd be like, you know. Maybe, but you got to restrict yourself to certain words. If, if Quentin Tarantino said it's easy to eat, would you be a part of that? No, never. <laughs> I'm taking you over, Tarantino. I appreciate you. Because yeah, I love you. You're easy on the eyes. Thank you. You're, you're easy to treat. <laughs> he's easy <laughs> to treat. He's easy, easy to, to treat. treat. But he's anyway, not easy to hike with. Jay Whitaker. He definitely want to walk in front of Jay. I hate hiking with no, him. I ain't walking in front. I would rather walk <laughs> behind. Because if Jay takes a sudden step, you know, if he stops yeah. and goes, look, a bird, you've got like a faceful ass. Yeah, like, oh, and, yeah. and you just feel his dick slapping against your fucking uh, ass the whole time. It's terrible. No, well, I mean, you're assuming I mean, that he's doing a particularly aerobic Well, he likes he likes to hike close. Hey, hey, Shannon, some hikers like that. He's though. a close hiker. Well, I, sure. I, I, seriously, <laughs> if some like... If, I, I'm not a close hiker. Actually, I'm not a hiker. If, if Jay What's and I, a hiking? If Jay and I were hiking and he said, you're Luke, I'm your Yoda, and he climbed on my back, I'd be okay with that. I would not be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable with it. It's like, can we, can we put a towel in between us? <laughs> no. Why is it nuts got, on my forehead? We just got my Gildan 4060 blend shirt. It's fine. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if you want to find my jerky, yeah, <laughs> it's not by the river. Oh, we're down by the river. We're yeah. getting there. <sighs> Eventually, tracked. <laughs> uh, just look under uh, First Vegan Foods on Etsy. It's right there, or you know, fire off the jerky signal. 
I'll Listen, jerky man. Frish vegan foods, not frish. first vegan first, foods. First vegan it sounded foods. like first when you Those said guys that. are fuckers. They don't buy anything yeah. from them. Frish. Yeah, that's fake. Yeah, it's frish. fake, fake meat. That's fake, fake jerky. Or or actually, if you really want a fun shopping experience, fakemeats.com. Yes. Yeah. You're there as well. Fakemeats.com. What is that that you have, Tony? I know uh, exactly what been that looking is. At it's, a, that. it's a sample it's, of those purple mattresses. Yeah, it's mattresses. a sample of purple mattress. It's a midi- purple It's a midichlorian. They it's sell them on the well, like Facebook and stuff. Yeah, but, but it's made here in Utah. You can get them on Amazon and everything too. I think, but uh, it's Cat- just a, it's just a mattress, and that's what the mattress is made out of—is that squishy stuff. Did you go to their office? I haven't been to their office yeah, yet. It's down in Alpine, I think. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Around the, the point of the mountain or whatever. If it's not in Lehigh, right? Yeah. <laughs> and if it's uh, but it's like in a random community, like it was like in residential area. Oh, really? Yeah. And Cat and I walked in. There's just like a bunch of computers. You know, probably about twenty computers <laughs> set up, like, and it's just two beds on the side. They're like. That's our showroom floor. <laughs> that we're like, <laughs> we're just laying on the mattress. Like this is awkward. We didn't like it though. Uh, so, you uh, did you guys feel like you walked into the porn bus? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have to? Do you have to get a whole crew of people to sell mattresses under you, and then they get a whole crew of people to sell mattresses under them? I don't nah, think so. I don't think so. It's a legit company. And your, and your sales just like some of them. Like, show, like there's other companies that show up in a box. Like, yeah, yeah. They shrink wrap. <laughs> they shrink wrap your mattress. Yeah. They suck all the air out of it, and then you just. Unwrap it and put it on your bed. I don't have one. My uh, my cousin got one though, and this came with it. And I helped him move his mattress, and he gave me this. Well, why the fuck did you bring it here? Because it's fun to play with. It is fun to play with. <laughs> so that that was your payback for moving a mattress. Oh, you you got to negotiate I know. better. I'm not very good at that. That is the shittiest, yeah. you got shittiest fidget spinner better. ever. Yes. So where can we find you? Oh, uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or always here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot with uh, Excitable James. <laughs> Yeah. Better. He's yeah. excited about that. That's that 2018 excitement. Yep. And we got uh, Jaron and Owen on there as well, where we talk about tech, gadgets, and video games. You guys are going to listen to this episode later, the panelists here, and be like, that was a second episode? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 15, 15 minutes. We have a host. Technically a first episode. Gary Jackson. Oh, hi. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm back to work, uh, Monday through Friday, oh. 6 to 10. But not, but not right now, man. You're... You got one more day. You're in your goddamn pajamas still. Well, yeah. X96.com. I, I, I appreciate you wearing your Battlestar Galactica pajamas today. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, we uh, do have merch. Yes. It's a new year. You need new merch. And it. uh, it's at uh, geekshowpodcast.com under, I think, merch is what it says. Uh, we got the t-shirts back. The hoodies are back. We got stickers now. So you can put us on stickers. your put us on your skateboards or whatever. All right, or your on laptop your wa- on your put water us bottle. On your laptop. Yeah, like this one here. Kids are know. still skateboarding yeah. these days, right? Yeah. They are, but they fly. Um, oh, and we also have mugs. We have got seven of them. So you can like a coffee mug. It it is a coffee type mug. Yeah. I don't think that uh, you only put booze in it. Is what I'm saying. Well, how a booze big mug? Is it? I uh, we I need like it's a, it's I a, need like it's a forty eight ounces. It's a coffee shape, a coffee mug size thing. Again, it's a coffee type mug. But yeah. our listeners put booze in it. But it's like oh, 75 ounces. I get it. I don't know how big uh, it is. Our, 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 our buddy has three of them. There you go. Anyway. Sweet. So there's that. Um, our buddy. So here's my dilemma for the new year. All right. The fuck is it? Oh, All right. What? what you got? Let me, let me. You've only got one? Well, one of, one of many. <laughs> one of many. This is the, this is the one. This is the big one. <laughs> the big one. Okay. He's, oh, he's he reaching got? up onto he's, his he's toy mantle. A- and he has pulled down paper wrapped R two D two R two D two R two D two. This is uh, this is this is. I've had this 
Since 78, 77, 78. 30 years. So this yeah. toy is, this that toy thing is older. It's never 40. been in the tub. Sorry, 40 years. <laughs> it has never been in the tub. It's, older, it's the... older than half of the panelists. Yes. <laughs> That's how you can tell that Carrie was not We're in young. grade school when yeah. Star Wars came out. <laughs> if he had been in grade school, that thing would have been in the tub. Uh, but this is uh, the first R2-D2 action figure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is, this is what it looked like. As you can see on the corner here on the podcast, look closely into your podcasting device. Right. Yeah. You can see <laughs> the, your, your paper is starting to peel. The body of R2 is merely a sticker. I can right. see yeah. it. See that? Yep. Do you know the, the hollowed out barrel is actually big enough to fit Luke Skywalker's head in? That's so true. So he could use it as a breathing apparatus. And uh, in the I don't know if you can hear this, but. <laughs> if you, oh, sh- 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 yeah. you can turn the head. The clicking. Yeah. Huh. That, that's what we had. For clicking. For clicking and beeping. Beeping. Uh, that was the sound. That was on purpose, the I sound. Mean, and if you look at his head, it doesn't look anything. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I compare it next to this other R2 that we've got here. Yeah. Now the R2 action figures you got, they're remote control, for God's sake. Oh, you know, that, sure. That one that you know we're playing with. Yeah, yeah, they got, I mean, yeah. they got three legs. They pop up. They pop back in. You know, I got, they, they I got three legs. Over. Yeah. <laughs> See this one, Carrie? I got three legs. Yeah, no. that's that's what you got, Carrie. Like sometimes you got your thumb stuck in that thing, but Carrie, and you can also turn it so that it's a cannon. <laughs> you, see you, you see if you ignore children, they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carrie, I got three legs. No, that's very good, Jay. Thank you. So, <laughs> Jay, go sit down. <laughs> sit the fuck down, Ma, Mama, Mami. It's hard mama, with my third mama. leg. So this action figure. I have a love-hate relationship with. You love it because it's the first. I love it because it was my first. Right. And when I remember the feeling I had when I found it on the peg, because it was one of the harder ones to find at the time. Uh, And I was just thrilled and elated, and I came home, and I opened it up, and I I immediately went, oh, he needs a third leg. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But but, uh, I was just so happy to have it. So I love it for those reasons, but I hate it because that's the best we had. In okay. 77. In 77. <clears throat> well, and actually, it, he really Oh, my God. Kids because, toys today. Yeah, because it's like the toy makers then, they didn't care. You yeah. know, it's clear. They were just going yeah. for close. Sure. You and know? They, yeah. they were still made well, in the United let's States. Let's be honest. They were like $1.77 or something. Yeah, that's all they were. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, comparably. Inflation was, and stuff. That was, that was still, you know, it was like five bucks. Uh, but uh, so I have the love-hate relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I think it was Gentle Giant yeah. came out with, what they did was is they just took these traditional action figures, these Star Wars action figures. And they put them in your Great Big Machine. And they put them in the Great Big Machine, the <laughs> laser thing. It's the Embiginator. The Embiginator. And then they made large versions of those same figures. So I've got a but bunch of those. there's not stickers on them. No, there, there is. That is a sticker. It looks if like a look, sticker from if here. If you yeah. look at the R2 figure there. Oh, it's even hollow. Yeah, it's 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 the exact same yeah, figure. They, they wow. scan them. You can yeah. fit a whole Luke Skywalker in they there. They scan it. If you look at it closely, it's the yeah. same ugly face. It's the same sticker. It's all that. Okay. okay. So, okay. Here's, so here comes my dilemma. God, I hope you make it. They've cranked up the Embiginator. Oh, how big are they going to make this thing? Well, they currently have an embiggened version of the Darth Vader action figure, Uh which you can see up there with the plastic cape and all that. Mm -hmm. And it is seven feet tall. What? So life-size? Or six feet. Six feet. Six feet tall. The Vader is. Yeah. So 11 inches shorter than Prowse. Almost almost life-size. And we saw at Comic-Con a version of the Boba Fett. Yeah. And I I said I was going to wait. I'm going to wait. See if they Wait, do. Hold on, was that at Comic Con or at, was it? Oh, excuse was me. It the Fanex Comic. It was. Convention? It was at San Diego's yeah, Comic, San Diego. Comic, oh. Comic mm. Convention. Oh, the real one. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jerks. and I said to Jimmy when we saw that, I said, "Boy, that's tempting." But you know what? 
I'm, I'm hold, gonna, you're I'm holding gonna, off. I'm going to wait. I'm going to mm. wait and see what they do. Mm. So maybe if they do like it, a if they do a Jawa, and or, you're like, you and know, also I just don't want to get a divorce. Don't want a divorce. You know. <laughs> right. What were they charging for the uh, the large Darth Vader? It, the 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 Vader is currently for less than three grand. Uh, the Boba Fett, they didn't I have a like price. How on. Casually, you said that. Yeah. Well, he's not, he's not worried about the price. He's just worried about where he'd put it without her noticing. <laughs> so <laughs> they've just announced. Uh, oh no! Oh, R two. Yeah. Mm. Life size R two. So, so it's, like it's a life size, three, and they're not three, calling it action figure. They're calling it a replica. Three, yeah. three feet two inches. <laughs> three feet tall. Mm-hmm. There he is. Jimmy pulled up some pictures of him. Oh That's my amazing. gosh! It's, Shit, it's I kind of want that. Oh, it still looks like I garbage. Wonder it, I wonder yeah. if it clicks when you turn its head. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. Okay. It does. No, it takes three people to it turn is, it. It is three and a half feet tall. Uh, <laughs> what they did was they digitally scanned a mint condition Kenner figure. This is how they make these. It has the figures ratchet and click as you turn his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's my dilemma for the new year. I will. Gonna, how much is it, Carrie? Just shy of three thousand dollars. Three thousand two hundred. So I'm, oh, I'm going res- to resolve your dilemma. For I will you. help you with this I'm as gonna, well. I'm going to dis- resolve your dilemma for you because you're going to get that. And you know, Shannon and I sometimes we drink, and we're going to take it in the bathtub with us. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, would, here's what like, hey, here's what I hey would Lee, say. how about you, me, and this giant R two go take a shower? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to stick my head in it and see if it works as a breathing apparatus. <laughs> here's a well, I, I, Carrie, I, I know I. Dude, you I know you got some money. That's too much fucking money. Here's my now, suggestion. Why? You'll buy it, and you'll look at it once, and then you'll be like... No, it's a decoration kind of thing, a part of the room. Yeah, but For here's what I would say. $3,000. If you're going to awesome. spend three grand on an R2-D2 model... Get a better looking one, because I'm sure you can get a more well, realistic they looking they, one they for three thousand dollars. They've, they've got one for that much, and yeah. it's and it's it lights up, yeah, and it makes see, noise, it does not move. That's what you should get for three thousand. Okay, so but, uh, it, but it's attached to this base. It won't come off of this base. All right, have if we have any listeners that are R two D two droid builders, uh, please contact <laughs> us with how much it would cost Actually, to build a remote controlled R two D two on real scale for carry. Give me a one-time gift of three thousand dollars, and I'll come over to and pretend to be R two D two. And he'll like, whatever you fucking want me. And to. he'll let you take him in the bathtub. Oh, and you, you can take me to the tub. You paint him. I will follow you around the store I'm and go beep boop, beep beep boop, and shit like that. And his head even crunches when you turn it. It I, does. I get. To, you have to turn it pretty far though. <laughs> that level. No, I mean, like, you well, got to be a fan. It depends on the, you know? like the you time of day. Be a fan of this. Dick, I'm but, always crunching and booping. But I'll say this because I just so the the, the gentle one giants up there on the wall that you've got. I think those run about seventy five to hundred bucks a pop. Yeah, those those were uh, those okay. were uh, sixty bucks. I just bought and we've got three others on the way. We I mean we talked about it, but I just got the first one uh, as a Marty McFly figure mm-hmm. yeah. that was two hundred and fifty bucks, and I was like, I you want know, it. It's amazing. And I'm going to get the Doc one. I too. look up there. You know what they call that on the wall in Tooele? A four hundred one k plan. Yeah. <laughs> right. See, I, I, I'm not I buying for the investment. You yeah. you have the the emotional attachment to that particular style of R two D two. To this action figure, yeah. And yeah. you even recognize that it looks like poop. It's terrible. Um, but, no, but, but I love but it. But you love it. So right, right. I. But that's that's what I'm saying. So so for me, it's the easy choice. If I was as big a Star Wars fan as you are. I would go with the better looking one because I don't have the emotional attachment to prior, the action figure. Prior to this, figure. all we had was Big Jim and the Wild Bunch. Now, since you have the emotional attachment to the action figure, it might be worth it. But that's an, expens- no. an expensive <laughs> joke. No. I, I'm going to say this right now. Why buy the big 
fake one when you've got the real, real one. Well, I yeah. do have the real, real one. Right, but, so why, though? But it would be really cool. Sure, but it's fucking $3,000. Exactly. I say get. I say get the better looking one. Dollars, yo, man. we ain't got no. that, we ain't got that kind of dividends, bro. Isn't that just one commercial read for Mattress King, though? <laughs> yo, <laughs> I wish. Yo, real shit. So you, I, bought, you, I, I you about to Jackson. drop three k on this shit? No, I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn. What, what I'm saying is I'm torn. See, I I, I say go for it. I, I no, I, fuck that. Fuck that. So you could so just drop three k on the R two. Well, I don't. I don't have kids. I don't have any of that. Yeah, you know. Dude, that, check your that, privilege. He's check got your that privilege. dink money. He's got that dink money. I got the double. You know, the dual income, no yeah. kids yeah. money. You know, yeah, it's all good. A, he spends money on what he wants no, to spend money that, on. But get a better looking one. Is all I'm saying. Right. I would agree with you. If you're going to get an R two D two, get one that's like a. That walks and they, around and does some well, they, fucking thing. Like I said, they have the three thousand dollar replica that is this exact, you know, an exact replica yeah. of the of the. How rope. big? Yeah. How big is the stand? It comes on you. The stand's thing? about a little like over six inches tall, or a so. little over a half a foot. How kind of wide? Thing. It's pretty though. wide. Is yeah. the thing that takes up a lot of room. Mm. Carry three thousand dollars is a awesome vacation. Yes, which he's done well for you and me. <laughs> Three thousand dollars. That's just like plain. That's fare. a that's a good island. That's like a shitty vacation. Yeah. Oh, like, I hate that noise. <laughs> the sound of plastic scraping on plastic drives me nuts. It actually kind of makes me want to pee. Yeah. There's a little clicker in there. There was a guy. There's a guy at work um, who shall remain nameless because he's a good guy, but he has this habit of twisting his pens. Oh. And mm. the the threads scrape against each other, and I can hear it from three cubicles down, and I'm just like, ah. Oh. Carrie, do whatever you want to do. Go with God. <laughs> By the, I'll by, just that's, tell that's, you, uh, that's tough I'm, for me. I, the, yeah. Buy the nicer I'm, one. I'm, I'm never going to get mad, but I might be I'm, very I'm saying don't do it because I'm going to take it in the tub. Buy the nicer that's one. That's all there is to it. I'm already going to get it because I, I did a Kickstarter, so I'm going to just <laughs> not, <laughs> not only that. Not only that. A Kickstarter. I'm going to do a Kickstarter Actually, you know for what? I'll email uh, Gentle Giant and tell him we'll talk about it on the show. Hold I, on. We, we just did. <laughs> yeah, no. I would do a Kickstarter, but I'd run a thousand shy. No, I mean, seriously, not only are you going to buy this thing, I'm going to talk your wife into buying a giant tub. And then you're going to be like, <laughs> and you're like, why is Lee here? He's been here for hours. Tomorrow is my R2D2. A giant tub? You mean a pool? Yeah. We <laughs> can do that. Really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Where I come from, we call it a cement pond. But what would also be great is that, as along with that joke, is if you bought like the $10,000 Darth Vader and chucked it in that pool, too. <laughs> I'm just floating around on him. Look at this retractable saber. Hold on. I'm starting to Kickstarter. Help me afford food. <laughs> <laughs> I like heart pills. Uh, but anyway, yeah, let, let Gentle Giant know that we just did a... I mean, this won't be available, I have, until July 1st. July 1st? That yeah. was you know a week what? ago, no, son. I just totally changed my mind. Oh, no. Save, save everybody, a bucks a day. everybody should go buy this Gentle Giant replica I hear it's the, I hear it's the new Bitcoin. <laughs> Is if, it? Yeah. If you want to give your money to a Gentle Giant, I'm right here. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the Morning Joe <laughs> segment where he, George Scarborough comes on and goes, well, it looks like a replica Gentle Giant R2-D2s are trading at $150,000 apiece. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a fine investment. It was a good oh, investment. Unfortunately, investment. I took mine in the big bathtub. Yeah, the big bathtub. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> the sticker came off. If, if you get that one, I nearly drowned. <laughs> if you get that one for the 2019 Christmas special, you better bring uh, much bigger lunch boxes. Oh yeah, and, and have one for each of us. That's true. <laughs> so, so, so several, several truths, of, several truths have been ratified today. One, the sticker will come off, and two, it does work as a breathing apparatus. That's right. <laughs> Just stick your head in R2D2's tummy. Oh, that's what I'll do. Is I'll get it. <laughs> 
And I'll tie myself onto it and throw myself off a bridge into a river. <laughs> just crawl inside just the hollowed-out bottom, and you could float in it. You could get eight of it, and you could help the dwarves. You could help the dwarves escape Mirkwood Forest. <laughs> no, what he does is he gets into it, digs on the bottom, and hops into it, and uh, rides down Niagara Falls. Yeah. <laughs> Local this Utah is, media, media celebrity dies. This is well, how it's ending. And if you survive it, guess how many news things uh, shows you can do, and you'll make that three thousand dollars back pretty yeah. quickly. So, yeah. gentle giant does not. Recommend riding R two D two off Niagara Falls. <laughs> I just always, I just always wish that his dome was rubber, so you could suction cup the barrel to your head. Oh, oh. anyway, all right. I think, I think you should buy it. I'm, I'm not deciding at this I'm, time. I gotta go talk to your wife. Get, but you should buy it. Get all a better right. one. Get a better one. I'm just trying to figure out well, which room in the basement is going to be the pool. The, the, mm. the talk I remember is that you haven't uh, when you want to get a, a pinball machine. Yeah. And and your wife said that's not practical, but well, you can get that captain's you know the captain's chair from Star Trek. It was like about the same price. And you're like, how was that practical? She's like, you can sit in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, her she's right. Yeah, yeah. that you was know? her argument for the pin- against the pinball machine. She's not wrong. You yeah. can sit on a pinball machine. Jodie Foster did it. No, she uh, laid on it. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, but you think the lawmaker thing would work? Log, the lawgiver. Log uh, yeah. Because I'm going to start sculpting that probably sometime in February. That is that is something that I want. Is yeah. the, is the statue yeah. of the lawgiver from the original Planet of the Apes in the back as a water? I'm going, I'm as going, a water feature. I'm going full method. I am I'm giving myself a lobotomy and removing my voice box while I work on it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> After these, me- oh wait, uh, oh. Yeah, uh, wait, what? Huh? Fireside chat coming up. Oh, oh yeah. I was told to warn everyone. Get the but Kleenex But it's out. after part two, right? Yeah, it'll be at the very oh, end. Oh, Thanks for wiping your eyes. Right. I get it. After, after these messages, messages, we'll be right back. And you'll cry. Geek Show Podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and Dadass... Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shotskis, corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's this month. January 2018. Fan favorite Teen Titan Raven returns in a 12-issue miniseries, Raven, Daughter of Darkness. Written by her creator, Marv Wolfman. He is a legend. Raven teams up with supernatural heroes from across the DC universe as she struggles against mystical forces and teenage life. Uh, All this is very exciting. The uh, thrilling last issue, yes, last issue of Invincible is here in The End of All Things. Exciting superhero action by The Walking Dead's Robert Kirkman and Utah's own Ryan Otley. Some great artwork in that. This is one I've been looking forward to, Old Man Hawkeye. It is a prequel series to the critically uh, critically acclaimed Old Man Logan. The superheroes have fallen. The country has been divided into territories controlled by supervillains. Sounds familiar. Among the Wasteland lives Clint Barton, the last Avenger. Can Hawkeye bring justice to his lawless wasteland? Bound to be good. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 
Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Ugh. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. And we're back. We, Woo! All right, all right. We can do, so, we can do it. We will. Uh, I, I think some we of us can. can. <laughs> <laughs> Fire, I don't know. You can. Fireside chat at the end of this episode. Right. Next week, our Star Wars Last Jedi episode, where we dissect and try to reason. All right. Can we dissect Thor? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like we didn't. Do we it. didn't. We did. We didn't need to. We meant to. You yeah, don't need to. That movie's just don't good. Need to. Yeah, and just, there wasn't a lot of fucking controversy. I know. No. I know. There's no, a lot. There of, there's a lot of haters out there because they're getting really sick of the humor in the Marvel movies. And I don't know and why. Yeah. Be, but uh, as I'll say next week uh, during the Star Wars, sometimes uh, sometimes that bathos is actually really significant. You need to have humor to offset you, some of the other things that are going on. Let on the off screen. steam. It's like yeah. Yeah, because I can honestly yes. say uh, there's the the same geniuses like that, that uh, cut the all of the Gungans voices in the original star and uh, the original prequels to have deeper, more menacing voices, making them far more sinister and terrifying. I'd, I'd like to see these guys go through and actually cut the humor out of um, Last Jedi, so you can see exactly what a gut punch that movie would have oh, been. Oh, that would have been awful. <laughs> with a, that would have been yeah. too well, dark. I'm gonna tell you, like Passion of the Christ, as Jeez. the ultimate. Hulk fan in this room. Yes. It is the best fucking version of the Hulk and Bruce Banner Absolutely. ever. Yeah. And I love the fact that like he was all dazed and confused because he when, when he stopped being the Hulk. Yeah. He's like, oh where, well, where I've, I, I've been the Hulk for like uh two, two, two years. years. Yeah. You know? And my favorite thing in this it's I have it on my uh coffee table because of you is I've got this oh. beautiful fucking three foot tall or no he's probably like two feet two feet tall he's pretty tall yeah gladiator hulk and so good he was so great and he was just like I loved it that he was like a two-year-old baby. That's exactly he how he was like playing. The, the, most, the most brilliant thing they did with him is that when he was Banner, he still argued the same. Yeah. yeah. But he, he had a vocabulary and he was a genius, but it was the same argument style. Like he yeah, was absolutely true. the same kind of belligerent as, as Banner yeah. as he was as the Hulk. It was such a subtle little character turn. I will, but, I will say this. 
I'll say this, and I still stand by this. You guys can agree or disagree. Yeah, I know we can. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I saw Thor Ragnarok, Thor, first of all, you guys already know how I feel about Thor Ragnarok independently. But uh, Hulk in Thor Ragnarok is just drunk Jimmy. Yeah. Says you, motherfucker. No, no, <laughs> dude. I've seen you. I've seen you drunk. Friends stay. Friends stay. Like, no. like the way. Hold on. Not just dr- that. Would I would say would be. It's super drunk. Any of us. No, like because the Hulk is pure id. So That's yeah. all the Hulk is. The Hulk is like walking around smashing good. stemware with his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's go it's, scary. Right? It's it's Jimmy. Friends stay. Sure. <laughs> I, 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 I know you disagree. I know you disagree. But it but but Jimmy Like I I love I love you as my as my brother, my friend. Like but like the whole time when I first saw it, like I immediately walked out of the movie, I was like, It's Jimmy. Cool. Yeah, there are worse things to be compared it's a, to. It's a Jimmy right. movie. It's be like, oh, you're Willem Dafoe from if, Wild at Heart. Yeah, sure. I thought it had a great soundtrack. If you love you some Jimmy Hart. <laughs> he's got a great soundtrack. <laughs> but Bobby Peru was a fucked up character. You'd hate to be compared with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the, the complaints <laughs> the, the complaints that I heard were from people who read Planet Hulk. Uh, you know, people need to quit worrying about how the movies differ that's, from that's, the comics. This, exactly. And, In the words of Easy e from NWA, Fuck y'all! No, but th- that, pl- is- that plane took off a long time this- ago. Being different, <laughs> well, no. yeah. And this is going to go into our discussion of Star, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. My God, I love Planet Hulk. I l- the comic. Like, yes. Yeah. That that Great whole series, series so was w- probably besides uh, Future Imperfect. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Is probably the best Hulk series of all. And then when it comes to Earth, World War Hulk. Yeah. So good. Which I love. So amazing, right? Fucking so fucking good. But there's no way you can make that into a movie. There's no way. Right? And But they did the best they could. They also established a long time ago that that's not the 616 universe. There are parallels. Sure. But... Fucking fuck off, pillow face. Um, uh, but the thing, the thing about the the movie is, it's like it, it had Korg, and it had Meek, 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 yeah, and it had like everything in it, and it was a little different or whatever. Like Korg was not that character. No, no, no. it's a totally different yeah, version right. of Korg. But you know what? Korg I didn't, in the comics is, I didn't is give a, very a shit yeah. because it was like, oh my god, there's Korg. I love that he has this delightful New Zealand New accent. New Zealand accent, <laughs> right? He's like, oh, I guess you're the new Doug. <laughs> or whatever his name was, you know? Day and no, his best line day. is, piss off, ghost. Right. Yeah. I said, hey. Off, or just like, ghost. you know, hey, uh, we're all going to go get on this big spaceship over here. You want to go? <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I fucking so good. loved it. And I just, and Meek didn't have one line in it. And actually, Meek was the most tragic character in... In the comics. In yeah. the comics, yeah. right? Yeah, he was very and, sad, yes. Yeah, and... In, you know, in this version, he's just like this karate chopping like insect well, see, or the, whatever. And the thing with Meek in this version is they used his his character to propel Hulk from Planet Hulk into World War Hulk, 
I don't think they're going to go down that storyline. It's not exactly. going to happen because so, there's so, never going to be a goddamn hope. Exactly. So exactly. you don't you don't need a meek to to do that. You just right. exactly. you know just a nod to the character and, from the book. Exactly. And it's just like oh my god, like yes. Spit it um, out. Spit it sorry. out. Sorry, like I'm a little distracted. Here's the thing: <laughs> we are so not we. But many geeks are so fucking spoiled. Oh, yeah. You are so fucking s- spoiled. And we've said this over and over again. Yeah. Right? I would say that we're spoiled, too. I mean, well, we don't. But, but here's the thing. There's a difference between being spoiled and not appreciating what you're given. I don't yeah. you know, expect everything to be the same right. as what it is. But like, I so appreciate when somebody with talent or a group of people with talent takes something that I love and make it their own and mm-hmm. like and give a little bit of tribute to to what came before yeah and that's exactly right? that's exactly not, what thor ragnarok not, was yeah, it was but a not tribute being slavish. yeah to planet hulk was a tribute <laughs> they, uh, marvel wanted to make uh that movie they wanted to make the hulk movie where he goes and he fights fucking uh <laughs> silver surfer yeah Fucking destroys the planet, gets a lady pregnant, like, <laughs> wanted to do that whole fucking movie, right? But they can't. Well, they so they took to... and they made the best fucking movie they could with that source material using their tricky legal shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make it a Thor movie, yeah. right? Yeah. A lot of winks and nods along the way. <laughs> and, you know? and, and, and recognizing that the, last, the first two Thor movies weren't really widely received. I mean, they... People don't hate them, but I always hear, "Oh, Dark World was the lesser of of the Marvel movies." I I personally loved it, but I do too because it's a goddamn good superhero movie. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And exactly. That's my thing. It's like Jesus Christ, people. Well, out of the calm 20... the fuck down. We yeah. say that Thor's an homage to that story. I think the entire MCU is an homage to Marvel comics. I mean, sure. oh yeah, for sure. So I mean, I don't care if a character doesn't look the same. I don't care if it's. We've talked about this before. I don't care if it's you know a girl character is played by a boy, vice versa, or just anything like that. I don't care if you give me a good performance and just tell me a get, good story. The, I don't give a shit if they look exactly like the comic book. Get the spirit of the character right. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's really all that's essential to me. That's what that was what's so sadly missing from any Fantastic Four movie is that you know you, even if you got the Human Torch right because I think Chris Evans did a great Human he, Torch. He got damn close. He got yeah. really really close. And uh, what Peter Chiklis is the thing was actually a really good was, thing. Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. But that Doctor Doom fucking sucked. No, and, and Doom Doom is supposed to And so to did be, Reed Richards. Oh absolutely. Right. And not a bad actor either. I mean exactly. if you uh, if you watch his BBC Horatio Hornblower was pretty exactly. good. But um, Doom Doom is the penultimate villain in the MCU or in the Marvel Comics universe. And so you know having him not work is is really hard for me to accept. Like that's the guy. That's the only reason why I'm actually happy about the Fox merger is is I want Doom in the Marvel comics movies because or in the Marvel oh, shit. cinematic and the universe. Scrolls. And... I, I'm excited about the scrolls, but Doom is but the foil Doom. for everybody. He can but, take on Richards. He can take Doom. on Doctor Strange. He can take on Spider Man. Doom is the Lex Luthor of the Marvel yeah. universe. That's but, a good comparison. But he's never, yeah. he's but with never sorcery. Been treated, uh, uh, yeah. Oh God, I love Doctor Doom. Yep. Right. You sure do. <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> no, but like, oh, it's just so frustrating. It's just like, I want to coin a new term. Geek privilege. Oh. Oh, it's there. In a huge right? There's white privilege. <laughs> so explain geek but privilege. Geek privilege is that 
oh, well, I saw this before anybody, and so it should be what what I think it should be, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's not my version of it, right, then it's the wrong version. Then it's the wrong version, and, yeah. and you're wrong bad, and you're bad for liking it. And that's right. the biggest and you problem. Suck, and you're stupid for liking the version that you saw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you, like, fuck. Not, it goes back to... They're, they're, so, for example, coming up this year is the 1,000th episode of, like, a comic of, of, of action comics. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There have been 1,000... Is that this year? This year. 2018. 2018. Nice. There's a there have been one thousand episodes of Superman of Superman mm-hmm. of action comics. Right. Issues. The original. Yes. What? Issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Episodes and issues. Holy <laughs> shit. All the same. No, but like Superman has changed over this time. Mm-hmm. It, originally he couldn't fly. That's right. You know? No, yeah, he didn't fly. He leaped. He didn't tall have buildings. Heat yeah. He didn't have um you know, freeze breath or whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, there was 19 versions of Kryptonite. Exactly. <laughs> Along true. the way, now there's yeah. not anymore. Right, and Beppo, the fucking super monkey, yeah. or there's, whatever. So it's all bullshit. There's no more Kryptonite. What? Oh, they no. had somebody from Pepsi. There was, oh, like, no, there was like there was like 19 yeah. colors. Oh, okay. Of kryptonite. It was like you know taupe Kryptonite. <laughs> now there's fingernails. Now there's crazy. two. Yeah, uh, there was like a red, white, and blue Kryptonite that made gotcha. it gay or whatever. <laughs> right. And but uh, he said patriotic. I think it was flamboyant. It was somewhere in the yeah. middle. He said he was proud to raise the flag. It was in the middle. Yeah. We, under, we understood yeah. this. I think patriotic said, yeah. It's like, come on, you guys. Not everything that's happened in the comics has been good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's fucking spoiled as fuck, and you, you all need to get over it. Well, and it, yeah. It's really hard when it comes from people my age or older, because we didn't have that world growing up. We weren't treated to... Uh, an entire an entire movie studio churning out media specifically for us. I mean, we live we live in the world where the geek have inherited the earth. We've we've basically been handed this giant silver platter of entertainment that we can literally watch. I think you could I think you could queue up the Marvel movies right now and probably watch them for more than a solid day. Mm-hmm. Oh, and easy, easily. So so you know we've been we've been handed this custom tailored. Uh, parade float of, of entertainment <laughs> and we're going to be like oh I, I don't like what color crepe paper you use yeah and exactly it's just... well, I mean just like look at the fucking toys that kids have now yeah. oh Kat okay. and I will go not only do we go to Toys R Us and do yeah. Toys R Us but even when we go to Costco yeah. we'll just go up and down even like stupid toys but like still so much cooler I, 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 think, <laughs> I, think, I think the toys peaked about 10 years ago I agree to be really honest you I think agree. so yeah because, because when petroleum went through the roof uh, oh. they started cutting down on I things agree. like articulation but Ten, but, ten years ago, you had Hasbro making three and three quarter inch <laughs> action figures with twenty two points of articulation, yeah, yeah. and yeah. they were they were six bucks, you know. And now mm. you're lucky to get five points of articulation for eight. So yeah. I'm going to give you an example for me. Mm. So I bought a Kylo Ren lightsaber. Okay, like for my ugly sweater party <laughs> that we had to have it. Uh, that makes at, sense at my work. No. It does make sense. Can I finish? <laughs> I would love if you. I finished, had that start uh, that Star Wars ugly Christmas sweater that you mm-hmm. guys saw me wear. I bought a fucking. Uh, you would love it if I fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me. I bought a I bought a Darth Vader Santa hat Santa hat off Etsy. Darth Vader Santa hat. Shut up. <laughs> and. Uh, but then I bought a Kylo Ren sword and I made it look like a 
like a candy cane. Okay. Because I wanted uh, to win this goddamn competition. Right. I didn't. The fucking art teacher won it. Anyway. Duh, he's an art teacher. <laughs> but that Kylo Ren sword is so cool. Right? It's just one of those ones you just flip out. Yeah. And it doesn't light up or anything. But the best thing about it is you push in those little side vents. Yeah. And you push down the little top part. And until you flip it out, you're walking around with the hilt. Yeah. Of that Kylo Ren sword. And then when I go, pop, are you, the sides pop out, the ends pop out. I was like, I would have. Are you like, saying, are you saying like that? Seven year old me is like, why? Why? Are you saying that that's, this is what, that that's better than the one that I made out of toilet paper tubes that I tied end after end after end I'm, and then painted with cheap craft paint? I, yeah, I, I had the one, was it like a plastic tube. Whoa, whoa. There, yeah. yeah, they had that. The, yeah. the inflatable one. You <laughs> the, remember inflatable the inflatable ones one? were very oh, sad. Yeah. <laughs> I, no. I managed to get it. It was a traditional. It was like a $5 EverReady flashlight, yep. and it was yeah. red, and it was yeah, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had a red, yeah. lens. It had a yes. red lens on it. Well, I had that, too. It didn't until I colored it with uh, my red marker. Right. But uh, in, And then it had what is called a golf tube, yep. which is what you put your golf clubs in. Yeah. And it would, it would go up to the top of that. And so when she, and after experimenting with that for a while, we figured out that we could, we could make lightsabers that looked really cool at night. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you'd, you could experiment with the colors with your magic markers and things mm-hmm. like that to, to and our, color, our, the, color the bulb. And yet we live in a world where our friend Wookie Paul and his wife, they have seven or I think actually nine lightsabers that are actually dueling lightsabers that yeah. can take an impact and... And they that look awesome. And they what? look amazing. Right. That's and cool we, because and we bitch about <laughs> the stupidest shit. Yeah. You people don't know how good you have it. With them having all those lightsabers. Wait, you people? We're not. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Gentle Giant is making a replica for $3,200. Oh, well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, he's buying a lightsaber. Let's go. I'll go by it. I'll let him slice through things. Not and... taking that in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, Thor Ragnarok, we liked it. Yeah, yeah, we did All very right. much so. And fucking lighten up, I think that's the takeaway. Is the other thing. Uh, let's see, we got uh, Shira, Princess of Power, making a comeback. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it really, it really yeah. comes down to who they cast as Hordak as a film or what? <laughs> it's a TV series, isn't it? TV Hordak. <laughs> you see, you don't get Hordak right. Yeah, it's all going to shit. That's right. He's the toughest character to get right. Yeah, Steve I mean, that's, it's no Frank, Lang- no Frank Langella bullshit there. Uh, it'll be uh, Netflix and DreamWorks Animation. So uh, they've they've set up a whole bunch of collaborations that they're doing, uh, and that's just one of them. Uh, they're doing I'm so excited. They're doing She-Ra. They're doing uh, the Trolls movie franchise. Oh doing, God! Wow, they're trying that one they're again. Doing uh, Captain <laughs> Underpants. They're doing uh, Harvey Street Kids. Captain Underpants was actually really good. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, also, the third and final season of the uh, Guillermo del Toro Troll Hunters. That is a fun, fun. I still haven't show. seen it. I keep meaning to watch it. Uh, well, you know, you know, you're in for a treat when Ron Perlman's voicing a troll that's trying to kill a kid by oh, a duck in L.A. I'm in. Yeah, so it the, sounds like my daily life. And, and uh, they have a problem, like you know, the cute little gnomes with the red hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're uh, voracious eaters, and you. They, there's one episode where they have to round up a bunch of gnomes that escaped in the in the troll underground. Mm-hmm. And the gnomes are hysterical because they look like your stupid fucking garden, garden gnomes, gnomes, but they yeah. have unhinged jaws that are just filled with huge, like, jagged, can oh. eat through anything teeth. Ugh. It's a fun show. Like, it, it's one of those shows that I watch and I go, yeah, I would have dug this when I was 12. I would have dug the hell out of it. Does it have a little bit of, like, a mature twist? So could, like, could an adult enjoy it by themselves? Or... I did. Okay. I did. Like Adventure Time style no, it's not, or it's not, SpongeBob it's not, it's or something. It's not infantilized by any okay, means. Okay, that's so what there's, I was there's actually a little There's a little mortality going on in okay, the story. Okay, cool. I, 
honestly, it's it's also cool because there's there's some good Latin representation going on in the show, mm-hmm. and not everybody's your your cookie cutter stereotypical well, cartoon character, and uh, the the trolls are really badass, and you know the the kids kids using the power of of being a good person to summon his armor, and that's kind of neat. Hmm. I'll watch well, it. It's another example of how good we have it. Because I don't know if you guys caught, like, have watched all of Rebels, mm-hmm. Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, I have not. Holy shit! So fucking good. Like, oh, you have it so good. Quit being such a dick about. But shouldn't it be a cartoon about Luke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of those people. It should be about R two, and it should be about Vader. Man, oh, they've all been in it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Assholes. Uh, here's another thing that uh, you know is is a thing. Now we're on Stitcher. This podcast is. You betcha. You can get it all sorts of places. I listen to it on Stitcher, and here's here's what I've, I've discovered because I listen to several I podcasts to it on, on Dateline on Stitcher. I you know, and and here's what I've noticed about Stitcher is that most of the podcasts I listen to they're like very famous podcasts. Mm-hmm. The episode just starts. And I've noticed that when I listen to our podcast on Stitcher, this podcast, yeah. I get a national commercial before it starts. What? For what? For just anything. Are we getting paid for that? No. Stew. So. Hey, I just the word he was looking for was Sue. So just know, <laughs> just know that if you are listening on Stitcher and there is like some sort of national ad before this show starts, before the, the following program, before you get that. That ain't us. You got you get so. that on the the podcast app too. Sometimes on Spreaker? podcast app. Oh no, the no, the, the, the Apple Podcast yeah. app. Oh okay, I noticed that. I wonder if times. Spreaker inserts it then. So I think Spreaker does. Insert oh, it. Yeah. and they're not. We're paying them to host. They're not paying us. No, we're, it's, we're, we just have an agreement. Oh okay. You know, Eat Hormel stew. But anyway, back to oh, <laughs> I want stew now. Back to Stitcher. <laughs> I so badly want some stew. Back to Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher's free. Yeah. Yep. And they really want you to pay for this premium thing. What do they have that would be worth paying for? Well, tell me. Tell me. This is what they think. I didn't know that that was a segue. Buddy, it's me, Chris, for walking. Today I'm going to rate different types of candy. They've tried telling you. (laughs) Sounded like Bobcat Gold. I know. I know. Oh, I'd, I'd listen to that. Yeah. Um, it's me, Bobcat, doing I'm Chris I'm not Falken. a comedian, I'm a very loud dancer. <laughs> so for, for at first, Stitcher was saying, uh, here are the commercial-free versions of your favorite podcasts. Okay. Not all of them. Some of them. They didn't offer ours. Yeah. But, well, you know, uh, the big are, ones. The are, big we, ones. are we truly anybody's favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our moms like us. We're loved by a small yeah. handful of very... My mom doesn't listen to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. People. I realized the folly of what I said so the second I opened my mouth. So they've decided maybe some original programming might be the only place you can oh, get this. Okay. Is oh, good. Premiums. They're pulling What's some... What's it going to uh, be, Carrie? Uh, so here's what they've come up they're with. They're going Netflix style. They Sounds want some great. exclusive. Yeah, here's what they've come up with. Wolverine, The Long Night. Hmm. We'll launch uh, in this spring. Tell me more. Ten episode series written by uh, novelist and DC Comics writer Ben Percy is described by Marvel as a captivating hybrid of mystery and the large-scale fantasy of the Marvel Universe. Follows two government agents investigating a series of murders. Wait, what about Wolverine? In the fictional town of Burns, Alaska. Their prime Mm -hmm. suspect, uh, Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Played by uh, Richard Armitage. (laughs) Oh, Richard Armitage from The Hobbits. The Hobbit and oh, Hannibal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, um, He's actually a better voice actor than an actor. So it's like, mm. hey, let's do what they did in the 20s. 
So it's a, it's, it's a, a radio show. It's a radio uh, show. It's a radio there, there, serial. There are, it's Little Orphan Wolvie. There are some fantastic, I mean, again, there is no podcast before us, mm-hmm. but there are some like Thrilling Adventure Hour and yeah. some other podcasts where they actually do full voice acted yeah, radio drama, and, that's, I, and I love that shit. That's what they're going to do with this. <laughs> so uh, Alice Isn't Dead being one of them. Microsoft actually did that before Halo 5 came out. They had two years of Halo radio drama podcasts. It was just Terry Crews and Halo. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would I would listen to that. I though. would too. <laughs> but yeah, same exact kind of thing, and and some of those were really good. You know so. the power the power of Terry Crews is kind of interesting because the second season of Ultimate Beastmaster is now on Netflix. Terry Crews hosted the first season, mm-hmm. and and you know it was is passably entertaining. Now this is not the first time that Marvel has done this. Apparently, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, Marvel characters have appeared in audio dramas in 1975. Oh, so it's been a few years. <laughs> the company attempted uh, a couple of different approaches on the idea. One of them was a music thing that didn't work well. Uh, but the other one was a 13-episode Fantastic Four radio series that just literally adapted early issues of the comic book series. And the Human Torch was played by Bill Murray. Oh, no kidding. What? You, you can cool. find this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Now, some of, some of the radio dramas like PBS did... Uh, not PBS... Yeah, maybe it was PBS. BBC. No, they did the the Star Wars audio adventures. Yeah, it was oh, BBC. Oh, I had those. Yeah, was it BBC? Yeah. Okay, I think so. Yeah, that was actually really. Oh no, quite it was NPR. NP- it was. It was. Yeah, it was, I, had, was I bought some, it on CD. It was, it was both some hoity-toity organization. It was, it was All I know is Anthony Daniels was really there. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I'm sure. He yeah. was three PM. Well, what Bill, else does he have to do? Yeah. <laughs> he wanted got, to got that uh, collect check. He's got to get that corn dog money. Yep, collect that check. So anyway, there's that. Um, do you have any reviews? Are we good? Yeah, a couple. What do you got? Uh, not a lot because now we're further out. But I've still mm-hmm. got screeners and you know for award shows. Uh, first one is Phantom Thread. Comes out actually that came out on Christmas, <coughs> but it might be a little bit later for us. Uh, it is Daniel Day Lewis's last movie. Oh. It's called what again? Phantom Thread. Phantom so he says. And he plays this like clothing designer that's just as a complete asshole. Wait, whose uh, last movie? Sorry, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, and not because he died. Apparently, he just he's retired. He just said he wants to quit. But I believe that I see it. Done he, acting, right? He's like movies are hard. <laughs> I'm finished with my acting. My left foot is so tired. I don't want to act. Uh, it's gonna he? be a but cobbler. It's, it's Paul Thomas Anderson, who's a great director. So, did a pretty good film. Um, let's see, <laughs> the one that they got rid of uh, all the money in the world. The one that they replaced Kevin Spacey with with Christopher Plummer. Mm-hmm. That's out. I read the reshoot schedule on that. I can't believe he they pulled re- it off. Reshot all of Kevin Spacey's scenes in nine days. In yeah. nine days over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. I guess if anybody could do it, it would be Ridley Scott. Yeah. And Christopher Plummer. Well, yeah. The original <laughs> Captain Kirk. My, my favorite Klingon. Uh, a movie called Molly's Game <laughs> is coming out uh, with J- Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. It's a true story. And it was directed by my buddy. Who's your buddy? It's the uh, the Sorkin, Seth MacFarlane, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron, oh. That's right. Yeah. The Sorkin. It's his uh, directorial debut. Yeah, he wrote it and directed it. Uh, if he buys a fucking plane, he owes me some cash. That's <laughs> right. But it's a true story. She plays uh, an Olympic skier, or at least she was doing trials. Actually, and it all happened in the Park City Resort, where she her buckle came off her one. I mean, she was going to win. And the, the buckle came off her ski, and she just ate it. And it basically was like, that's the end of your career. And then so she got stuck in a ski lift all night long. Nope. She started working with a guy <laughs> who uh, kind of like runs like a poker game and stuff like that. She decided to start her own game. So she started like playing, you know, setting up these million dollar poker games that are totally illegal, like at in, the Four Seasons Hotel, like in 
Beverly in LA. Hills. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just and it's about her court case. It was actually pretty good. She's great in it. Idris Elba plays her lawyer, and he to me because I love that guy. He is so underused in it, but it's still fun to watch him. And I think that might be it. Oh, I'm, I am excited that on January 6th, a movie called A Tale of Two Corys is coming out. And apparently, it's a biopic about the Feldman and, and Hank. Really? Yeah. Is it going to have all the... Um, Are they going to have Sweaty Ass's Revenge in it? I don't know. Do you remember that movie? No. It was the, it was the Corys, and they were dating the girl from Charles in Charge, and they murdered some people. And Shannon and I called it Sweaty Ass's Revenge. We can't remember what it was really called. We used to watch it really high at like 3 in the morning. Was... They did some amazing acting, because Corey, Corey Hank kept doing this. Was mm. was there sweaty asses in it though? Uh, they were constantly stooping, so there was a lot of sweaty ass. Oh, okay, all right. So that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> all that and more on the way. <sighs> you know it's good because uh, you got this is still the fireside chat one, right? Yeah, it's on the way. Okay, because so it's good because the uh, I've got interviews, but not this week, but for next for Paddington two, it would not fit well with your fireside chat. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're wondering uh, where Jay went, he's. Sleep, asleep on the floor. Yeah. Passed out. He he done passed out. Yeah, he oh, passed thank out. Thank God. So, yeah, you know. I mean, he was touching you and stuff. That's okay. Like, well, but it's no, it, was, it was like borderline Tommy shit. It, it really was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope he's okay. Oh, he's yeah. fine. I'm sure he's fine. We'll he, he he went right past pillow face and straight to floor face. <laughs> floor face. <laughs> he changing. zoomed right on by pillow yeah. face. Anybody want to guess what his passcode is? Oh. <laughs> one two three four. Is it, <laughs> is or it possibly one 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 one? Is it uh, Lothario? It's Lothario. <laughs> I'll, spell it I'll spell it out. L O. Yeah. All right. Somebody get a sharpie marker. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dicks on my forehead again. If I were you, you want some games? If I, oh sure, yeah. We got one. All right, coming out this it? week. <laughs> it's called Stick Bold, a dodgeball adventure deluxe. Oh God. On, well, on, on the Switch. Let me rush right out and buy that for yeah, my Atari it. 2600. Well, you got a Switch for Christmas, maybe. Or you could just buy so, a rubber ball and get some friends and play you know, some fucking... That's how good you <laughs> kids... Some, some real dodgeball. That's, yeah. how you could, that's how good you kids have it. Like, you get a Switch for Christmas means a whole different thing when I was a kid. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <The> switch. <laughs> you know what's fucked up? I went to work today, and I've been drinking way more than him. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, you know <laughs> yeah. and chances are, if you did get a switch for Christmas, your grandpa sent you out with a knife to cut your own. That's right. Here. <laughs> did you get to keep the knife? <laughs> what? No. Your go- old oh. granddad pocket knife. No. All right. Grandpa was like, go out and cut your old Christmas cut Christ. Christ. switch. I'm going to yeah. beat you once for every um, sash you gave me today. If I, I got the belt. Yeah. If I were you, I'd turn off this podcast now because the yearly fireside chat. No. Carrie, they love it. Coming up after uh, after these. They love it. I don't listen to it. I just hear reviews. Good idea. I, don't... I have a I have a real time drinking game. <laughs> I take a sip for every sip you take. Ooh, yeah. And All at right. the end, I go. That's right. I will keep that in mind because because <laughs> I haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> oh yeah, he's you're gonna, gonna you're gonna be fully sipping. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm putting it together in a few days. <laughs> at so. one point, he's gonna be like, <laughs> I was like, it's just glugging. Yeah. <laughs> and and again, remember, I'm too lazy to edit. It's a straight straight cut. It is a straight cut. Yeah. All right. It was really weird last year because we recorded it in Korea. I know, right? <laughs> so, if, you, if you would, please, oh, before. So, so, you guys, this right here ham, this is my favorite ham. <laughs> like, it is. Yes. This is the ham that changed my life. It is? Yeah. I want to buy a replica of it <laughs> <laughs> that is 15 times bigger and costs 3000 fucking dollars. Can you take it in the tub? <laughs> we'll take it in the tub. Take, <laughs> take that ham in the tub. And if you want more reverence, Come back, friend. 
(laughs) (laughs) Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for tin signs, lunchboxes, coffee table books, retro candy, gift wrap, and more. They're also welcoming new lines for the new year. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for laughter. Kitschy Memories, creative and fun merchandise. They are located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. You know Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Cabin Fever is officially over 35 years old this year, thanks in part to Geek Show customers like myself and you, of course. For the record, being a local shop catering to all of Utah's diverse communities for this many years has been no easy task, but... Because Utah is chock full of amazing people, Cabin Fever has been able to stay relevant in all climates. Cabin Fever would like to welcome you into 2018. They want you to go in and let's all laugh together. God knows we need it. Is quality kitsch a thing? Cabin thinks so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quirky card store. Geek Show Podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mmm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and dad-ass, Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shotskis, corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence 
confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a, a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my workout buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And it's fireside chat time. All right, I'm going to paint the picture for you. It's exactly how you are seeing it in your head. I'm, I'm confirming all of those, all of those images. I'm in, I'm in my library. It's like the set of masterpiece theater. I'm surrounded by leather-bound books. The dogs are sleeping at my feet. I have my pipe. My attorney has advised me to not tell you what is in that pipe. I have my red smoking jacket that is on loan from the Hefner estate. (laughs) I got my slippers. And, of course, I have the brown liquor. Now, uh, I, I always see brown liquor as for more serious times. That's just always been my philosophy. Uh, so, oh, and the fire's going, of course. But the brown liquor that we have is a gift from a friend of mine. This is uh, Hibiki Suntory Whiskey Japanese Harmony, a meticulous blend of the finest select, uh, select whiskeys. The Japanese are really going crazy with their whiskey. They're doing it very well. So uh, let's, uh, let's get into this, and uh, we'll start the fireside chat. So here's, here's the thing about the fireside chat. I can't remember where it came from. I think maybe it was Jeff's way too soon departure. Kind of a way to say thank you to him and to the panelists and to you, the people who listen to the show. But it's a tradition now, and uh, it's been thrust upon me. <laughs> people ask me about it through the year. They thank me for it, and they dread it at the same time. It's the damnedest thing. They say thank you for the... It's thank you for the goddamn fireside chat is the the praise and <laughs> and hatred at the same time. And I used to just kind of come in and wing it. And then as time has gone by and people tell me how important it is to them, two things cross my mind. Uh, first of all, why? It's just the tear-filled rantings of an old man here. Uh, But the second thing, I thought if people really expect a lot uh, here, maybe I ought to think about it a little. And it's not, I don't have a script. I just have some bullet points, some notes. And it was in April of this year that I knew what I wanted to talk about. And that is 
the other. Now, I want you to keep in mind, people seem to think that this thing gets a little too political. And it did last year. And it may seem political this year. But I, I want you to remember that this applies to all aspects of, of my life. Political, personal, professional, geek, especially geek. Um, and so I want you to keep that in mind as we, as we go along. So, anyway. <clears throat> That's good. Uh, so, in April of this year, I knew I wanted to talk about the other, and that was... That was when I, I, I'm, I mean, the, the current regime, they have several tricks to keep us, you know, scattered, not together, not assembled, and that is to fear the other. Um, you know, people who are different should be kept away because of, because of reasons. Um, and only the, the forces of the old and evil, as the good doctor calls them, they're the only ones who can protect you. And save you and make things right in april i went to uh, korea and japan and as always i encourage you to travel to uh, seek out new life and new civilization because <laughs> things like this happen when you boldly go outside of your bubble and and talk to human beings in other places and i just remember being at the busan fish market now uh, busan is a it's a coastal city in South Korea, it's 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 like if San Diego had class, and <laughs> and uh, just beautiful. Uh, you should go. It's just beautiful. Filled beautiful people. And we went to the. It, it was called Busan's largest fish market, and and if I could describe it to you, it, it's like two or three floors. It's a big warehouse kind of a building. Two or three floors, but imagine on each floor, it's like. A Comic-Con kind of, you know, floor, you know, where, where, the, where all the vendors are. You know, so on the bottom floor, it's mostly like clothing. And you can get your uh, very fancy uh, Korean wardrobes and dresses and things like that there. And on the next floor, it's, it's, it's uh, housewares. And again, these are all individual people who have bought spaces in this thing. I, I can't call it a mall because it's not, you know, if I say that, it's going to sound fancy, and it's not. It is anything but fancy. Um, but these people have bought all of these areas to sell their wares. And, you know, some person is selling um, uh, plates there. Some person might be selling uh, uh, chopsticks and knives and forks, and, and, and they, they love their fancy spoons there. And, and, you know, all of these different items. One person might be selling, uh, you know, hand-carved whatchamacallits for your... <laughs> for your fireplace library i don't know but they all have different things but the top floor is the fish market and again it's a similar situation where individual people families usually buy space in this area and they set up for lack of a better term like small restaurants i mean you can just you can just go there and just buy your seafood or you can have it prepared by the family that is selling it there. And they have, like, picnic tables set up and all of this, and, and, and it's, it's really amazing. And when I say the seafood is fresh, I'm not kidding. It's still alive. It's, it's there. It's, it's, it's looking at you. Um, but uh, you can go and you can point and say, I'll have that and I'll have that. And, and they'll say, do you want it to take it home or do you want us to prepare it for you now? And, and they'll prepare it for you any way you want. You can have it grilled or, or fried or, or raw. Uh, which is what I did with the octopus. Uh, but we got a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, it, was, it was me and Sue and, and her brother and 
his his family and they were all there and we were just uh, eating and enjoying and we're drinking uh, soju. Uh, soju is like a Korean rice wine and it's uh, delicious. It's it's served everywhere. It's 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 ubiquitous in in Korean culture. It's just it's in these little green bottles and and um, it's delicious. And you have it in shot glasses. These little shot glasses. And we're uh, sitting there and we're eating and enjoying the whole time together and and there's uh, across the way there are two other groups at different family locations and um, one over here behind me was a group of men a group of loud men and they were uh, also enjoying the seafood and the soju (laughs) and they would occasionally uh, uh, give, give a loud cheer or a toast and uh, it was it was great to see them having a good time. And then I noticed directly in front of me, it was about you know thirty feet away, forty feet away from me. In front of me was a group of women who were there for the day. It was clear that they had been out shopping, and they decided to stop and and have some uh, you know some lunch, and 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 they're having a great time. And but but the occasional loud cheers from this group of men behind me would would you could tell it was kind of, <laughs> it was kind of interrupting them. It was kind of annoying them. And so uh, one of the women, I watched her, uh, she convinced all the other women, let's do our own toast and cheer. You know, get back at them kind of thing. Show them up. And they did their own toast and cheer. And it, it made the men stop and look and kind of be quiet for a moment. It took them by surprise. It was great. And at that moment, I looked at her, and she looked at me. And we, we had this, you know, this eye contact from across the room. And... I wanted to let her know I was impressed with what she did, and so I raised my soju glass to her, and I nodded my head, raised the glass, and took a drink. As did she, at the same time, with a smile. And that was... uh, That was a great moment, because in in that moment, we, we didn't know each other, but we were the same. You know, we... We shared that that time, quick and fleeting as it is. We were equal. We we, <laughs> and that's when I I come back to. And when I and when when I saw her and I had that moment. I always remember, the lyrics, to. A song. It's a Pink Floyd song. It was written by Roger Waters. Um called The Gunner's Dream and it's on the final cut and I think of these words every time I experience something like that with someone who I should have nothing in common with but for whatever in that moment we do have something in common and we realize that we're all the same all humans are the same and the lyrics it's The Gunner's Dream and it it tells the story of this uh, World War II gunner on a plane and at the moment that he is dying, he thinks about you know the, the, the things that he's fighting for. And they're things that we all, around the world, deserve and want and need. Um, let me just read it to you real quick here. Floating down through the clouds, 
Memories come rushing up to meet me now. In the space between the heavens and the corner of some foreign field, I had a dream. Goodbye, Max. Goodbye, Ma. After the service, when you're walking slowly to the car and the silver in her hair shines in the cold November air and you hear the tolling, uh, tolling bell and you touch the silk in your lapel and as the teardrops rise to meet the comfort of the band, you take her frail hand and hold on to the dream. A place to stay, enough to eat. Somewhere old heroes shuffle safely down the street where you can speak out loud about your doubts and fears and what's more, no one ever disappears. You never hear their standard issue kicking in your door. You can relax on both sides of the tracks and maniacs don't blow holes in bandsmen by remote control and everyone has recourse to the law and no one kills the children anymore. Night after night going round and round my brain. His dream is driving me insane. In the corner of some foreign field, the gunner sleeps tonight. What's done is done. We cannot just write off his final scene. Take heed of the dream. And 30 years later, Roger Waters revisits this on his uh, solo album, Is This the Life We Really Want? He, he revisits the, the whole idea of the, of the dream after World War II. But in this case, he notices we've kind of fucked it up. And the song is uh, Broken Bones. And uh, this is how it goes. Sometimes I stare at the night sky. Sky, excuse me. <laughs> Sometimes I stare at the night sky. See them stars a billion light years away. And it makes me feel small, like a bug on a wall. Who gives a shit anyway? When World War II was over... Though the slate was never wiped clean We could have picked over them broken bones We could have been free But we chose to adhere to abundance We chose the American dream And oh, Mistress Liberty How we abandoned thee Could have been born in Shreveport or Could have been born in Tehran It don't much matter wherever you're born Little babies mean us no harm they have to be taught to despise us, to bulldoze our homes to the ground, to believe their fight is for liberty, to believe their God will keep them safe and sound. We cannot turn back the clock, cannot go back in time. And here's my favorite part, and I think it applies. But we can say, fuck you. We will not listen to your bullshit and lies. Anyway, it's just kind of hard to believe that in 2018 we have to remind people that Nazis are the bad guys, you know? That uh, infinite diversity and infinite combination, I believe, is the, the way we can survive, the way we can be stronger. And I'm not even talking about just cultures, but sex as well. Guys, we got to stand aside and let the women take the wheel. <laughs> I mean, we have fucked it up for far too long, I think. So let's not only welcome them, but let's vote for them and support them. Because we're all humans. We're all alike. They want us to think that the other is a real thing. 
I got news for you. We are all the other. They, the old and the evil, they love it when we fight amongst each, each other. When we fight, they want to divide us so they can control us. It's a whole us and them situation. And, and after, a, after thinking about that, I remembered I, I read about this in the sacred texts. <laughs> you knew I was going to bring Hunter Thompson into this somehow. But let me read to you from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Now, yeah, Hunter is talking about the 60s. But what he's writing about is a very similar thing that we're going through right now, that his generation went through. So listen to some wisdom from the doctor. Strange memories on this nervous night in Las Vegas. Five years later, six, it seems like a lifetime, or at least a main era. The kind of peak that never comes again. San Francisco in the middle of the 60s was a very special time and place to be a part of. Maybe it meant something, maybe not, in the long run, but no explanation, no mix of words or music or memories can touch that sense of knowing that you were here and alive in that corner of time and the world, whatever it meant. History is hard to know because of all the hired bullshit but even without being sure of history, it seems entirely reasonable to think that every now and then the energy of a whole generation comes to a head in a long, fine flash for reasons that nobody really understands at the time, at the time, and which never explain in retrospect what actually happened. There was a fantastic universal sense that whatever we were doing was right, that we were winning. And that, I think, was the handle, that sense of inevitable victory over the forces of old and evil. Not in any, in any uh, mean or military sense. We didn't need that. Our energy would simply prevail. We had all the momentum, and we were riding the crest of a high and beautiful wave. So now... Less than five years later, you can go up on a steep hill in Las Vegas and look west. And with the right kind of eyes, you can almost see the high water mark. That place where the wave finally broke and rolled back. We're that wave. That wave is coming and we are that wave. This is a historical time. This year, last year, it started in 2017, big and beautiful, and it's going to continue in 2018. And it's about goddamn time. These are times to remember. These are times that when you're older, people are going to ask you, what did you do in that time? So, just something to think about. Uh, I got a letter here from uh, Lang, a longtime listener. And I just wanted to read this. Uh, Dear Geek Show, it was a time when the Dark Knight and Incredible Hulk had come out, and you guys were still reacting to the interesting aspects of those movies. The ham had just started to get consumed. 
You actually read my letters. The WWF intro idea for one of the 50 West shows. That's right, Lang came up with that. The 101 Reasons. Remember that? Or just the happy birthday notices on Facebook. It all gave me confidence that I had never had before. You, alongside with other panelists, were such a support. I listened for hours nearly every day to Geek Show Podcasts for support, laughter, a shoulder to cry on, or learning what an honest perspective is and how it should be treated. I was Malcolm, who vented about his marriage on the show. P.S. Two and a half years of nothing, not even a French kiss. You remember that? For ten years, my marriage with no kids felt like an inescapable prison. I had a job that worked me to the bones without compliments. All while in school, my grades were suffering. I didn't know life could be so much more. Then it was a few things that clicked, one after another, and Geek Show was a huge part of it. One of the first sparks was the example of just knowing who you are and loving those around you no matter what. Thank you, Jeff. An example of growth and wit. Thank you, Tony. Standing up for what you believe in deed and not just words. Thank you, Lee. For being the embodiment of the quote, when you're going through hell, keep going. Thank you, Shannon. Excuse me, I was stoked the fire a little bit there. Luck isn't just because of good looks or simple hookups. Hard work and not giving a goddamn for those who are whining in your wake, even if they are your friends during press screenings. Thank you, Jimmy. You don't have to know where you've been to know how to appreciate your future opportunities, and even though he doesn't know what to do with his hands, Jay never forgets me. Thank you, Jay. Uh, for the man in the chair, he not only created a podcast, he treats those in his community as though they are family. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Lang. With these, after hard work and patience in less than a year, I'm starting two different dream jobs. I promised myself I would achieve, and I even get praised all the time. I found my last love, which is so much better than your first love. Then this coming April, I'll have my third child in less than a year. Got two amazing bonus kids in the steel. The baby is my first blood. Now, if I could be slightly presumptuous, I offer something alongside my gratitude. It's getting close to the year, <laughs> fireside chat time, and the one thing I had to relearn through all of this was never hesitate. Hesitation can kill so much in our lives, what you believe, what you love, what you want out of life. So why hesitate on any of it? Thank you. Signed, Lang. I would just add one thing to that, Lang, about the hesitation. Yeah, don't hesitate. Unless it's a tattoo, you should really... <laughs> those, those are things I think you should uh, uh, think about for <laughs> at least a week. All right. Uh, let me, I'll wrap this up. I, I, I don't want to bore you or uh, spend too much time. But I want to thank, of course, the Geek Show family. Lee has had a hell of a year. A lot of change for the good. Congratulations. Shannon, too. I'm happy that he is finally finding some happiness. Uh, Jimmy had some bumps in the road, but he's still killing it. Master of all media. Jay has found new wisdom and meaning this year, so I encourage him to maintain course and speed. Tony. I'm proud of him. He's really brought his game this year. And Excitable James as well. They're both succeeding leaps and bounds with the G-Spot podcast. And James has so many admirable skills. He just amazes me every time. I'm proud of you all and love you all. Also want to have a little special thank you sip for uh, Kari and Kiki 
for help uh, keeping this uh, old man uh, continuing to see the light. Thank you all. Oh, I'm going to need a little bit more of that, I think. Yes. And finally, I want to thank you, the listeners. You guys are the reason that this thing still happens. Uh, you show up. You download. You tell our sponsors, Geek Show says, hey. <laughs> and I, I speak for the entire Geek Show panel when I say we love you all, and we are extraordinarily humbled by your support. And I wish I had more words to say thank you because it's a feeling it's in here thank you here's my closing this is seriously I heard this and I thought what a great way to go into 2018 and I usually quote whom I call the good doctor Hunter S. Thompson but I'm going to quote another doctor the 12th doctor this time I watched the, the Doctor Who Christmas special and I loved these parting words and I think that they're great for leaving 2017 and embracing 2018. As the Doctor is dying slash regenerating and becoming a new person. So you can see why I thought New Year. He said these things and I thought it was brilliant. So here we go. Oh, there it is. Silly old universe. The more I save it, the more it needs saving. It's a treadmill. Yes, yes, I know they'll get it all wrong without me. Well, I suppose one more lifetime won't kill anyone. Well, except me. You wait a moment, Doctor. Let's get this right. I've got a few things to say to you. Basic stuff first. Never be cruel. Never be cowardly. And never eat pears. <laughs> Remember... Hate is always foolish, and love is always wise. Always try to be nice, and never fail to be kind. Oh, and, and you mustn't tell anyone your name. <laughs> no one would understand it anyway, except children. Children can hear it sometimes, if their hearts are in the right place, and the stars are too. Children can hear your name. But nobody else, nobody else ever Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. Doctor, I let you go. Here's to the new year. Mm. Thank you all. <laughs>